This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Quincy and I'm here with Tyler on our usual Thai days, Fridays. How's it going, Tyler? Good. How are you doing, Quincy? Oh, good. It's nice to have, as we talk today, it's the Guardians off day. It's nice to have an off day because this team is ruining my life. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's they, not uh, good right now, though. They uh they can't lose today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, mark safe from the Cleveland Guardians hurting me today. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I uh, I think I saw on Twitter that you weren't really following too closely the Tiger series, so that was a very wise decision on your part. Yeah, I um, I just things have gotten in the way, and so I haven't really been sitting down to watch the games, but I'll follow it on my phone. And I I got a new phone, so on my old one, I had notific like score notifications turned off, so I wouldn't just get them all the time. Um, but I haven't configured that on this phone yet, so I would. Get a notification i'd look i'm like oh tiger scored another run oh miguel cabrera singled in two people cool and i was like when are the guardians going to start scoring runs and that didn't really happen yeah yeah it's uh it's not not good not good um the whole thing's not good so let's move on uh so <laughs> before the season started tyler and i did a guardians fantasy draft where we each drafted a team of guardians players and we drafted 10 players apiece. so i thought today we would update the halfway point and see who's winning and then we're going to decide if we want to drop up to three players and add three different players you could also, after you drop, you could also add a player that the other person dropped if you want. All right. So let me review how things, Tyler, uh, what do you think? Uh, how do you think you fared? I assume I'm doing terribly because I don't remember all of my picks, but one of them was Bobby Bradley. So I'm pretty sure that tanked me just right there. <laughs> Well, you might be surprised. Remember that you had the first pick of the draft, which makes a big difference in this draft. All right. So I can remind you if you need that to afterwards, if you're wondering, but make sure if you get a chance to write down guys, you might want to consider cutting. Um, all right. So uh, Tyler's team, Jose Ramirez, 3.9 F4. Definitely the first pick. You made the right choice. Andres Jimenez, another great pick by you. I don't remember the exact order of where these players were chosen, but that was a great pick by you. 2.3 F4. Granville Reyes, okay, that was that was a rough one for you, but your your concept behind it was good. Uh, unfortunately, he's only been good for negative 0.7 war. So yeah. Uh Tristan McKenzie, uh, a solid pick, but he had a rough stretch there only 0.6 war. Emmanuel Classe, that was a great pick by you. I remember being disappointed that you had managed to snag him before I could, and he's put up 1.3 war. He's put up the most pitching war of anybody except for Bieber, so nice choice there. Uh, Zach Plesak, 0.7 war, solid. George Valera, uh, that was an aggressive pick by you, aggressive. 
that's one that would be interesting to see if you're interested in, in uh, dropping him because he could very well show up at some point, but he hasn't yet, so that was nothing. You snagged Josh Naylor. I don't remember. I have to go back and listen to where you got Josh Naylor, but uh, you definitely made a good choice there. I remember being upset by that too because I, I believed in him, but you got 1.3 war from him, which is a solid first part of the season, especially since he's had to uh, sit several games. Bobby, of course, also maybe one entire win in that equation may have been that game in Chicago where he just mm -hmm. said, all right, I'm going to give the team a win. Um, Bobby Bradley, yeah, that was negative 0.4 war. <laughs> it could have been worse. At least they cut him. True. Uh, James Karinchek, 0.1 war. I was kind of surprised that he's even positive. I thought it would have been just mm -hmm. So it wasn't too bad for you, actually. I mean, your team ended up with 9.1 wins above replacement, according to Fangraphs. So really, that's not too bad for the start of the year. Uh, you almost got to the point of having one win per player, which would be pretty good. And you did better than me, just to spoil it a little bit. So I picked Shane Bieber, solid 2.3. I was really let down by the fact that I tried to kind of shut you out of pitchers. That was kind of my goal. Mm -hmm. And I thought I could kind of get some value in the bats later on. My strategy pretty much crashed and burned there because our pitching hasn't been that great, especially according to Fangraphs, who looks a little bit more at building independent pitching for their pitching metrics, and our guys don't do as well there. So I maybe shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Quantrill, 0.2 war, Savali, 0.6 war. I did pick Eli Morgan. Didn't foresee them moving him to the bullpen so quickly, but 0.8 war, that helps. Miles Straw, uh, obviously not a good choice for me, but he's still worth 0.8 war because he's an incredible defender in center field. As terrible as he is defensively, he's still positive, which is crazy. I have Stephen Kwan, one win. I have Ahmed Rosario, 1.4 win. Gabriel Arias, negative 0.3. Nolan Jones hasn't showed up yet, and Austin Hedges, negative 0.1. Austin Hedges is a disappointing one because he kind of had a little bit of a rough defensive start to the season because usually he's he always ends up positive like Miles Straw because he's so great defensively, but he's also been hurt somewhat, so that hasn't helped also. So I ended up with a final score of 7.3 wins. So you've got me beat by 1.8 wins for the first half of the season. So the question is, Tyler, would you like to drop uh, anywhere between one to three players? Mm. Or do you feel good about your team? Definitely want to drop one. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking at your roster. I'm thinking that there probably are two, but um, yeah. it depends on what you feel about James Karinczyk. Yeah, I mean... Karen Shaq's been – I think I picked him just because, like, I needed another pitcher, and I was like, I don't want to on principle, but he's, like, the only option left because um, he's – I mean, I'm not convinced he's going to, like, be serviceable. Like, I mean, his ERA is terrible right now, but that's just a small sample. But, I mean, everything's a small sample with him, and I, I don't – I don't know. He's just, he's an enigma for me. Um, okay, so I'm for sure gonna drop uh Bobby Bradley. He's he's for sure gone. Um, and I'm gonna replace him with 
uh, Trevor Stephan. All right. I wanted to know something now. As I mentioned, Fangraph's war for pitchers is a little uh, skewed towards pitchers that strike out batters, which is fair. But mm-hmm. um, I want to note that uh, the uh, so in our list of players, Sandy Leone, who pitched two shutout innings, <laughs> uh, he has zero war. And he is listed as a better pitcher in terms of war than Tanner Tully, Anthony Ghost, Nick Sandlin, Anthony Castro, and Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw has been worth negative 0.5 war. So, yeah, Trevor Steffen's a good choice. He has 0.5 war right now, and uh, and I suspect he'll get plenty of opportunities the second half of the year. So that's a good choice. I'll mark that down for you. But it's just funny that Standy Leone <laughs> will be up there. Like, all right, all right. Now, man, it's tough. I I'm trying to decide what I should do with Miles Straw because, man, I I still think he's a valuable major league player, but mm-hmm. he's just so lost. He's he's like more lost than Framil Reyes, and Framil Reyes was one of the more lost players I've seen for a while, and uh, so I I think I can be confident that. He can't get much worse than he is now, <laughs> and he also is going to still be a great defender. So I guess I'm going to stick with him, but I'm going to cut uh, Gabriel Arias, even though he'll probably Gabriel Arias because he'll probably get some major league time. But I just don't think he's quite ready yet. So I'm going to. Um, oh man. That, that's tough man should i keep gabriel arias oh oof, man that's tough uh i'm going to cut gabriel arias and take oscar gonzalez yeah i can see that that makes sense um because we at least know oscar gonzalez is going to get playing time um yeah although i don't know we have oscar mercado again so maybe not <laughs> they replaced yeah oh geez I was, yeah, hope get better soon, Oscar Gonzalez, so I can stop stressing about Oscar Mercado being back on the team. I was trying to explain that move to my wife when it happened. We were driving around somewhere, and I was like, "She's like, why'd they do it?" I'm like, "I don't know. It doesn't make any sense." She's like, "But like, why would why would they do that?" I'm like, "That's what everyone is asking. No one knows why they did it." Um, <laughs> she, she was like, "It seems like you know a bad choice." I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." The thing, uh, the thing that makes just, I would say the thing that makes it there, there are a lot of ways I, I can come up with an explanation for it, but the thing that doesn't make sense to me is why they wouldn't give that shot to Alex call. And mm-hmm. I know that it, it, it must be because they want that 40 man spot that Oscar Mercado has to be something they can free up at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. But call is like, I think he's like four months older than Mercado. So it's like, well, if he's not going to be on your roster, then why are you worried about DFAing him? So anyway, all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Feeling so, good about the rest of your team? Or are you going to cut Karen check? See, the problem with Karen check is I don't know who to replace him with. Like, I mean, De Los Santos has been decent, um, but I'm, uh, I mean, his BABIP is not too bad and he is striking out a lot of people. Um, but then I lose. Uh, yeah, hmm. I I want to keep Valera just on the hope that maybe he'll have an opportunity. I don't know that he will, but uh, 
I mean, could happen. We, yeah, that's it's not a bad gamble to take because, you know, I I, I think that's possible. It could happen. And Franmil, at least over the past like week, despite the rest of the team, has looked like he's been doing better at the plate. So maybe maybe that'll help me. So, all right, yes, I'm going to replace James Karinchak, and I'm going to choose Enel De Los Santos to add to my roster. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a wise move. So in this, you have upgraded your bullpen tremendously, so that will help. Um, all right, yeah, that's uh, I think that's a wise choice. Karinchak could surprise us all, but right now he certainly doesn't look like he can consistently find the strike zone. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want him on my team currently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think probably at this point my roster only has one more spot where I'd look at replacing him somebody, and that's Austin Hedges. Um, even if Hedges comes back healthy, I don't think I'm going to get that much more out of him than getting back to you know, maybe zero or over maybe one win. So I'm going to gamble and replace Austin Hedges with Tyler Freeman. Um, he uh, He's on the 40. I think he'll probably see some time. It'll probably be pretty late in the season, so he might not really get much points for me, but I'll take the risk on that. You don't want to pick up Sandy Leon? To replace Hedges? Yeah, uh, I'll put I'll pick up Sandy Leone and, and have him as a relief pitcher. There you go. <laughs> so that makes sense. All right. So just to I, I assume are you good to go then? Yep, I'm good. Uh, all right. So Tyler's team is Jose, Jimenez, Franmil, Tristan, Classe, Plesac, Valera, Josh Naylor, Trevor Stefan, and Iniola de los Santos. And I've got Bieber, Quantrill, Savali. Morgan Straw, Quan Rosario, uh, Oscar Gonzalez, Nolan Jones, and Tyler Freeman. Uh, I do think this has helped me more than it's helped you, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I apologize because I was able to replace position players and you had to replace pitchers. Um, but you still have Jose Ramirez and Andres Jimenez. So I feel pretty good about your chances. Plus, you have a, an almost a two win lead on me. So I'll at least add some interest to the end of the season. We'll see. At, at this point, I'm just glad to, like the Cleveland Guardians, get rid of players that are not going to do anything. So. Oh, yeah. A little aside to the Cleveland Guardians, maybe make the same decision that Tyler did and cut some of the excess weight or put some of the excess weight in Columbus. Cleveland Guardians, you'll notice neither of us had Brian Shaw on our team. <laughs> oh, Brian Shaw. <laughs> Fangraphs Ward is not like Brian Shaw, and I completely get why. Though he'll still surprise you, go out there and throw a shutout inning. But every time he does, you're like, oh no, this means he's going to get another opportunity to blow up. Yeah, it's, it's, he's the perfect uh, representation of uh, results over process sometimes. Like every time he succeeds, it's like he's succeeding in spite of himself not because he's still good i i will say there are times there are times now where he'll come out with that 95 96 that's on true. the fastball and he'll strike out a couple guys but the thing is you can't rely on that to be the case because the next time he'll come out and they'll be hitting 92 and mm-hmm. just hammered everywhere but yeah oh well all right tyler thanks for helping out always take care quincy 
This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.